And the most isolated people in us culture are the ones that are struggling with problems every day. And they're struggling them alone in secret. And this is an opportunity for Christians to reach out and to understand what it's like to be in that situation. And that really is the ministry and that is the mission of Living Free, is to reach out to people that are struggling in life and show them that God can work in their life and give them a new life and a real future and instill hope into them. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Living Free podcast, the audio companion to Living Free located in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We're a nonprofit organization that provides churches and ministries with small group training and discipleship programs to help people overcome life-controlling problems and find wholeness in Jesus. On this week's episode, a few members of the Living Free team sit down together to reflect on the effects of 2020 and share some personal stories of hope, even in the midst of some really difficult times. Hope often feels distant, perhaps especially so in the wake of last year. But if you're feeling that way now, we want to encourage you and remind you that Jesus is always near. We're going to hop right into this conversation, but thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy this episode and be sure to stick around at the end to find out how you can participate in Living Free's Hope on the Horizon campaign. Here's your host and the president of Living Free, Dan Strickland. Wow, what a year this has been. Nobody saw this coming this time last year. We were just starting on this journey. They just had discovered a first case of COVID-19 in the United States. And we were looking at each other and saying, I wonder what that means. And here we are a year later. We see what it means. We have been turned upside down and inside out. And uh, work has changed. Life has changed. Being with people we love has changed. Everything has changed. And it's, with the change can bring a lot of creative uh, destruction and good things can come out of it. But also it brings a lot of pain of change and routine that makes people cranky. It makes people distressed. Families uh, get on edge. People lose jobs and everybody starts to lose hope after a while. Will it ever be like it once was? And at Living Free, we have been uh, looking at this and trying to figure out how to respond and a message that we can give to people to say, hey, you know, it may look bad right now, but there is hope on the horizon. And that is our message for uh, 2021 is let's lift up our heads and let's look down the road and let's see the hope that is on the horizon. And our team just wanted to get together with you uh, and spend a little time and talk about the situation that we found ourselves in and some of the ways that we see that we're going to come out of it. We have with us Greg Keelan, our Vice President of Operations. We have uh, Skip Arp, our Vice President of Field Ministry in Developing Living Free Communities. And we have our Director of Development, Denise Tendall. And we're, we're really glad to be here. And so, uh, Denise, why don't you tell us a little bit about the changes that you faced this last year? Well, Dan, it's like you mentioned, there were so many changes for all of us on so many levels, changes with our regular routines, our traditions, especially during the holidays. Um, of course, everyone is working from home now as much as possible to reduce contact. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
But one of the things that I think impacted us most over this past year was when my mother contracted COVID and was admitted to the hospital. She is a lung cancer survivor. She only has one lung, so it was especially terrifying for us to get that call. And they call, actually had her call us and say her goodbyes. Her survival rate was very low, and um, there wasn't much hope. But with our foundations and our principles of the Word of God, the Spirit of God, and the people of God, our resources that we share with others through Living Free, that was able to help me stand strong in faith. You know, it looked hopeless, but our God, but God, right? Mm-hmm. And so surrounding myself with the people of God and standing together in His Word and just staying focused and feeling His Spirit among us helped relieve the fear. And God was faithful to carry her through that. That was an amazing story of how God answered prayer and spared your mother's life. And, you know, it was the rare family, the rare person who doesn't know somebody or who has not already experienced uh, the illness this year or lost a job or or had a family struggle or uh, has not turned to some kind of comfort of uh, some substance or something to find comfort after work, facing a lonely night uh, and separated from other people. And uh, one of our uh, staff here, uh, Greg, he had an experience with COVID as well. Uh, Greg, tell us a little bit about what you went through. Yeah, thank you, Dan. It's something I really don't wish anyone to have. Uh, On November the 23rd, I was tested positive for COVID-19. And it was was a strange time for us. Uh, We actually, two days before, we were having a family gathering for like a pre-Thanksgiving meal. And uh, we came into the room and and found out uh, that uh, my wife had tested positive and told the entire family, and they all took their uh, their Thanksgiving meal to go. And so uh, we quarantined ourselves for for ten days. At that point, it was fourteen days. But you know, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King said something one time. He said, "You know, we must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope." And that's really something we had to look at and, and realize that there is still hope. I remember the, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, I just, I had lost hope because I couldn't breathe. And I, I looked at my wife and I said, I think I need to go to the hospital. And she said, you know, I, look, I've, I heard from a doctor the other day in uh, rounds that, you know, turn on your stomach and uh, you can breathe better. And so I did that for a couple of days. And, but as she told me that, she said, well, let me pray for you. And so she prayed for me and, you know, and ended our prayer. And I said, well, I just want to turn on some praise and worship music. And so just focused on worshiping and, and Jesus and, you know, things turned around. And I just, that at that point, I just felt like that there was hope because of what God was doing in my body and my life. And so, so I there's a lot of people that have, have received that hope in this season. There's a lot of people that haven't, have lost loved ones. But we just want uh, people to know that there is hope in Jesus. That is so true that hope is an anchor for us. When the storms are raging and the seas are high, it is something that holds us steady and it holds us in place. It's firm and it's something that uh, sustains us through all kinds of problems. And some of the storms that come to us when we're under a great deal of stress are family breakdowns, there's an increase in abusive relationships, the stress of families, uh, just the interpersonal relationships, 
People get short-tempered with one another. You lose rest, you lose sleep. There's all kinds of things that happen to us under those periods of stress. How does living free help people cope with those losses that come to them in their life? You know, we've been able to do virtual groups, Dan, and really offer hope to people that are isolated. And uh, for a lot of people, the Zoom meetings are challenging. We have a lot of aging baby boomers that are part of our churches across the country. And I'm so thankful that Living Free was in a position to step forward during COVID and offer groups and training in spite of all the isolation going on around the country. And we continue to add new groups to our virtual opportunities. Uh, people are hurting today. And and I'm reading a book called Alienated America, and it talks about the social bankruptcy in America. People are so isolated. We got a lot of folks. We got a lot of things on the schedule, but people really today are isolated more than ever. And especially when you have to cancel church. And, of course, churches are uh, – Doors are open now, but still, we this virtual ministry is going forward, and I'm thankful that we were in a position to do that. And uh, uh, my wife and I are doing a committed couples uh, group with uh, six other couples. We really these are couples from all around the country, and and it's exciting to get together with them on the on the Zoom, the technology we have here in 2021. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the new year. I'm looking forward to going to churches and communities and launching Living Three. But we're going forward virtually as well because there's people that can get online and be ministered to, and we're in that position to do so. And so thankful for the Word of God, the Spirit of God, and the people of God coming together, even through modern technology, to minister grace. And uh, it's an exciting time. It's a hard time for a lot of people, but this is a time for the church to step up and say, hey, we have the answer. His name is Jesus. You know, Dan, I also participate and work with a couple of different groups online. Uh, Coping with Losses is one of those groups. And I think one of the largest benefits that I'm seeing with our participants, they're actually becoming more aware of the losses of life. You know, it's not just the physical loss. There's emotional, there's social, financial, vocational. There's so many levels of loss that have been connected with this pandemic that we're dealing with. And we're helping people understand that there is hope, you know, by acknowledging those losses and and learning how to navigate and understand the grieving process. Because once you can get your head around that loss, you can start the healing process. Yeah, Denise, that that comes in community, even though community for us right now looks a lot different than it did 12 or 14 months ago. But community can still happen in a Zoom group or a virtual group. You know, it, it takes some time to get used to that. Uh, but, you know, people start opening up even if they can't see one another. You know, there's there's the audio, there's the video, but we're getting reports from all over the world of people using uh, the virtual groups to really be effective in ministry right now. Uh, just to recently received a communication from a, a lady in the Middle East said that she has had several people in the Middle East that couldn't meet in person, but they're doing a gr- Zoom group, a virtual group on the coping with losses of life material. And so it's pretty powerful to see what God's doing in creative ways to minister to people. And Living Free is an equipping ministry. We're here to serve churches, 
residential recovery programs. We're here to serve communities and even correctional centers. And I'm thankful that our service ministry was not interrupted during, during COVID, that we were able to do trainings online and be really in many ways just as effective as we've been with the live trainings. And what's fun is to see uh, today, I talked with a young man named Obi from Nigeria and he went through our Living Free Academy this year online and to see him be able to initiate groups in that very poor and, and desperate country uh, just that we had a small part in that training, equipping him for ministry. And another lady from Aruba called, and uh, she's going to join in this next academy starting in the middle of February, virtually, of course. And uh, for us to be able to, to spread the good news and to pass on what we know, and, you know, it's not about a knowledge thing. It's not about the head knowledge. It's about that anointing. And, and the relationships, the relevancy, the non-labeling factor, what we do in these groups are working. People are struggling. People, we need community, as Denise said earlier, we need community more than ever. I'm thankful for the leaders that have come on board, the reps that we have, that we've been able to train, that are online, offering groups all across the world. It's just an exciting time. Yeah, it's uh, Skip, it's pretty amazing to see how the Lord prepared us for this, really. You know, Dan and myself and others were in the process of developing online training about four years ago, at least three years ago. And we were doing a, a Zoom training with uh, just kind of, uh, you know, people that would come to the meetings and then we'd train them, you know, that way. But then we started an online Living Free Academy where people can go into a, a website, register, uh, and go through the material, watch the videos, interact in a forum, participate in weekly Zoom meetings to talk about the chapters. And so it's been a pretty amazing. Over 500 people in the last 24 months have gone through the Living Free Academy uh, from, I would say, in, in the neighborhood of eight to 12 different nations. So uh, you know, it didn't get, you know, COVID didn't catch God surprised off guard, uh, but it helped us prepare for what was coming. Yeah, you know, it's a changing culture, and we're trying to adjust to it. You know, thank, thankfully, the gospel, the message of Jesus Christ, His grace never changes, but delivery methods are changing so rapidly, it's just very challenging to keep up. But to see people uh, get on this academy, especially uh, from around the world, and be able to go through the course, uh, you know, and get online and see the videos, and then purchase the book PDF and then meet on Zoom once a week. It's a great delivery method. We, as you've shared, Greg, you know, we've been able to minister to people. Hey, I miss traveling. I miss being with people. But guess what? This is the next best thing. And it's uh, it's working. And we're excited about making a difference in the United States. Our country right now is needing healing and help and hope more than ever. Our theme, hope on the horizon. Man, does our country need that hope. And we know any lasting hope is faith in our Lord Jesus. So we're, we're excited about this year. And, and uh, I'm excited that we have people coming on board uh, from all around the country and all around the world. So uh, we just need to keep on keeping on. Dan, you mentioned earlier that some of the challenges and things that we had learned during this past year. And, I, you know, I've learned that challenges is another word for opportunity. We've had a lot of things change that we were forced to um, 
reconfigure the way we do things or maybe our perspectives on some things. And at the very beginning, when they started closing churches and gatherings and things, you know, everyone was upset and concerned what the next step would be or what that would look like. But it actually kind of forced God out of the box. You know, he wasn't confined within the church walls anymore. We have people coming together in communities online. We have online communities reaching out. And then we have people that are connecting in small groups. So this didn't stop God. It didn't even slow him down. What it did is it gave us an opportunity to propel the gospel in a different manner. Absolutely. And whenever change comes, it's very disruptive. And I can remember different events in history in my, in my life where something happened in the world and you can look back and you see a line was drawn there that you never go backwards again. You know, it changes everything as it goes into the future. And I think church has changed. I think ministry has changed. I think the way of presenting uh, the message of the gospel has changed. I think a lot of, of people's lives have been disrupted to the point where they're, tra- they're suffering traumatic stress from it. And I believe, you know, that as they work through that, they're going to have a, a new perspective on life as well. And one of the exercises that uh, our staff has kind of taken on spontaneously is uh, thinking of a word that God is speaking to us uh, for the coming year and something that we can meditate upon and kind of uh, that will guide our steps and we can be aware of what those uh, what those words are, the significance of those words, and I'd like just uh, to wrap this up as for our team to share those words and just a little bit about what that means to them. The Lord really spoke to me at the end of 2020 that uh, this is a year of service, and uh, our team is here to serve. And every time I scratch my head and wonder, Lord, what am I supposed to be doing? That word comes back, serve. I am called to serve. And I have to say, I have been blessed beyond measure. I just turned 65 in November. And I look back on my life, getting to do what I've done and getting to be involved in ministry all my life and being able to go to a Christian college and marry a wonderful Christian lady. How the Lord has lavished me, and I. The Lord really spoke to me after turning sixty-five that I am. I am here to serve, not to be served, but to serve, and I mean really serve sacrificially. The Lord spoke to me. Number one, I need to serve my wife, and uh, I've not always been very good at that, but I'm really, really trying to do better by the grace of God. But I'm here to serve our teams, our reps, our missionaries that are signed to Living Free. I'm here to serve, and. Uh, I hope that my latter years will be years of service. Well, Skip, I'm not uh, quite 65, but I'm on my way there. Uh, but uh, really, you know, I, I love that word service as well. Um, but I, you know, back in December, I was praying and thinking about, uh, you know, my word last year was patience. And uh, I, I asked God for another word and he said no. <laughs> and so uh, I had to basically live with that word the entire year of 2020. But I think all of us had an opportunity uh, to learn and grow in patience. Um, but my word for this year uh, is renew. I just really feel like God wants to renew us, renew our heart. I think of the passage in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, 
where it says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. If any time in history that we do not need to conform to the pattern of this world, it is now. But it goes on to say, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And so I just feel like the Lord is wanting me to to set back and not really set back, but to continue to serve, but also to uh, learn and grow and renew in his spirit and renew my mind. Denise, did you have a word that you wanted to share? So. My word this year is presence, and I think that's very timely um, because being isolated like we have been, we have an opportunity to either feel alone or we can enter into His presence. And the scripture that goes with that is Exodus thirty-three fourteen, and God said, "My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest." And I know that we've all seen a lot of um, pain and distress and restlessness. And so that speaks directly to where a lot of people probably find themselves is needing rest. We need a break from the news and all of the stress and all of the the fear and everything that's come at us from 2020. And in his presence, we find that rest. So my focus is going to be spending more time in his presence this year and also to be completely present with whoever I'm with. I didn't realize until this pandemic how much I needed people. I needed that socialization. I knew that I, I like to be around others, but I need that connection. And so I'm going to be intentionally present when I'm with folks. I'm not going to be thinking about where I need to be an hour from now or what I've got going on next week. I'm going to concentrate on being fully aware and present in that moment with them. Amen. What a gift that is. To me, the word that I felt like God was speaking to me was trust. And I was thinking a lot about the hope that we have in God. And I was thinking about how that it's essential that we find trust in order to have hope. And, you know, we've never known God to fail and he makes promises to us. And those promises extend beyond just what we see and we can feel, but they extend far into eternity and we think of sometimes of God's will and, and how he's working in our life in the here and now. But I always think also is that he is preparing us for a life of eternity forever. And when we're talking about the struggles that we face and we're talking about the, the chaos of change and we're talking about how that all of this change brings pain to us and it, and it, it stretches us in all ways to where we just want to cry out sometimes that we can find that trust in him because he has promises to us and those promises are true. And his will for us, I think, is to conform us into his image. And everything that we go through, everything that we pass through, if we allow it to and and if we turn to him, we will avoid being bitter. We will be uh, avoid being destroyed. And all the pain will be redeemed and will make us more compassionate people so that we can help those around us and love them. And I hope as the church and as Christians and just as people, as we finish with this uh, pandemic, and we certainly will finish with it, uh, on the other side, we don't forget these lessons that we've learned and that we learn to help one another and we learn what it uh, feels like to have been isolated from people that we love and to be alone a lot more. 
And that we keep it in our hearts, you know, to reach out to those around us that may be struggling and maybe needing the love and care and uh, just the smile and attention that doesn't cost us anything to give, but it can bring great hope to people that are around us. And the most isolated people in our culture are the ones that are struggling with problems every day and they're struggling them alone in secret. And this is an opportunity for Christians to reach out and to understand what it's like to be in that situation. And that really is the ministry and that is the mission of Living Free is to reach out to people that are struggling in life and show them that God can work in their life and give them a new life and a real future and instill hope into them. So it's our pleasure to spend a little time with you today. I hope that it's helped you to get to know our staff a little better. Uh, We have dedicated our lives and our time to equipping churches and equipping Christians to reach out to the community around them and to express to them the love of God in Christ and to show them and to teach them a better way and how that their lives can be improved as they work and as they they follow the Lord. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we we gathered as a staff early in December of 2020 to search and pray about what a theme would be for 2021 in Living Free. And one of our young staff members, uh, Samantha, helped us to uh, gain uh, a theme, uh, Hope on the Horizon, a vision that God has given her had given her, and then also a a scripture that we uh, just thought it would be very appropriate for this hope on the horizon and found in Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So it is our prayer for all those who are listening, for those, all those that are a part of Living Free, who will be a part of Living Free, that we know that there is hope because of what Jesus has done and hope is on the horizon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Living Free Podcast. We would love for you to prayerfully consider helping Living Free give the hope that is on the horizon, which is faith in Christ to those who are struggling right now. You can join with us now by being the one to give $21 a month in the year 2021. Visit livingfree.org monthly to set up your secure monthly donation. And all those who give at least 21 per month will receive a free Hope on the Horizon t-shirt and journal. God bless you for giving today, and we'll see you next time.